Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest is Ken Kaloff. Ken is a sales and marketing executive with over 30 years of experience. He has been a top sales trainer and has successfully led sales teams to new heights of success. And he can be found at 7stepstothewall.com. Ken, thanks so much for being on our Gifters podcast where your story is a gift to the world. Well, and thank you for inviting me, Chris. Appreciate it. So I've actually known Ken for some time now. He's in our GPS community. And one of the things I most respect about Ken is his breadth and awareness of sales. And he had this really cool story that we talked about a, a, maybe a year ago or maybe less than that. But can you kind of share with our audience about how so much of life is about storytelling. And if you really want to sell more and, and practically give more value, the story about how I think it was a, a Japanese company. Do you remember that story? I do. I do. I was, um, I was the 25th salesperson at Sprint Telecommunications. And this was before they were a cell phone mobile company. They were um, a competitor to AT&T in the long distance arena. I was in my early 20s and I was a national sales manager with them. And I was asked to present the Sprint products to a book publishing firm. Little did I know that the firm was comprised of all Japanese businessmen. And so we got into a conference room and I quickly realized that they didn't speak English and I certainly don't speak Japanese. I was sort of faced with the challenge of how do I present Sprint products and services to them in the best way I can without having to cancel the appointment, reschedule with um, someone who spoke Japanese. And, and what we came up with was I started drawing pictures. And at that time, everything was done with satellite repeaters and regular repeater sites. So I began to draw pictures and just map out how the whole system worked. And at that time, Sprint was owned by Southern Pacific Railroad. So it followed the right of way of the railroad. Um, and so I drew pictures of repeater sites along the railroad and then up to satellites and down again and just etched out how the services actually worked. And it was quite effective. <laughs> so I, I want all our listeners to know that like, this is why Ken is a seasoned sales and marketing executive because most people would just went in there and was like, uh Oh, scratch my head, <laughs> pull my tail back and then leave. But in your case, you just had this adaptability and you ended up helping your clients. So it's just, it's a great story and a testament of your skill set as a, an executive. And I also know that you've helped business owners increase their revenue as much as 250%. It wasn't like 5% or even 100%. You've helped people exponentially improve their sales. Now, what do you feel you do differently than other people that might be not as experienced as a sales executive? Well, I think when I meet with people, I, I take much more of a coaching approach. And that means that they need to buy into the fact that I am going to be coaching them and also feel comfortable with helping me understand what their goals are because everybody's motivation, everybody's goals are different. And so once I can tap into that, the, the basics are pretty much the same, but really figuring out what it is that motivates people to move forward and then sort of helping them to build a sales process around that and around what their needs are in terms of providing uh, communication and services to their clients is what's really worked well. And, and sometimes it comes back to just basic sales training because many of the salespeople I've worked with, they're salespeople, but they get stuck and they get stuck a lot of times when no comes up because no 
many times ends the sales process. So it's really helping them to retool how they think and how they deal with objections and, and deal with moving forward in the process. Yeah, let's talk about that because again, your skill of sales and marketing, but especially sales is so important because every single entrepreneur, they'll have a story and content and substance, but if they don't know the art of sales, then they really won't build a scalable business. So in your case, what are some suggestions you have? Because one of the biggest things, frankly, that people don't do well is handle objections. What are some strategies you can share with our listeners about how do you handle objections if I want to buy a product and that person, or I want to sell a product and that person's like, no, I don't have money or no, I don't have time. How do you, how do you deal with those things? Sure. And, and actually one of the first things I do is I have people stay, take a step backwards because one of the, the issues I found role playing is really important to this whole process. And, I remember I was teaching a sales seminar one day and I had about five desks set up in a classroom style. And on the last two desks, I put up those tent cards and it said role-playing table. And I just watched what would happen. And as people walked in, nobody sat on those tables. Everybody moved frontward in the room and crammed themselves into the front tables. I didn't really have role-playing. I sort of wanted to get people to sit in the front, but it tells you that people are really afraid of this. And it's a skill that really helps with, the whole sales process, including coming, uh, overcoming objections. A couple of things. When people say no, a lot of times they say no for a lack of understanding of really what you're offering them. And it's very easy to just shut the process down when someone says no. But if we can take a step back and sort of reaffirm what we've talked about and then ask what it is that's concerning them. And, and a lot of times when I have salespeople do that, if it's a price-driven sale, I'll ask them to ask that question by starting with, let's take price off the table. If we're not dealing with price, what are your biggest concerns? And a lot of times that gets us around the real reason they're objecting. Now, if it's, if it's no money, it becomes a bigger issue, but there are a lot of ways in certain service related industries where you can tailor the price down to what people are looking for. Um, time is easy to reschedule. You just have to be willing to ask people to, um, schedule time that's really important to them in, in terms of meeting. And it's interesting because I just met with a salesperson uh, for something I needed in my house and he qualified me on the phone. I thought he did a really good job because my objection was price at the time. And he basically said, well, when your wife and, and you are ready, call me and let me know. And at that point I can work with my boss and get the price to where you want it to be. So he sort of set up the process where, I knew he was going to be able to work with price with me, but he wasn't going to be able to work on price with me until I was ready to commit to the sale. So he kind of closed it and qualified me at the same time. And it's, it's kind of a skill you just have to work on. That's why role-playing in a situation is so important. That's great. And let's talk about some of these terms, right? Because we don't want to assume that our listeners even know. So a qualified lead is really someone that has the quality of being a potential client. And even him saying, well, when you and your wife, so he's, he's recognizing that if you don't make your own decisions by yourself, you always obviously want to talk with your wife because if it affects her too, but even that is a great thing because it's about bringing in the people that will make the decision because most people don't make decisions on their own. And for him to do that is, is great as well. So that's just great advice for people on the, on the call. Now, this podcast is all about inspiration, Ken, and someone that has inspired you is your dad. What's one quality, because we don't have much time left, but what's one quality that you feel your dad has instilled in you that you want to share with our listeners to hopefully have that quality themselves? 
Well, you know, the great thing about my father, he was a judge and judges can be very controversial because either prosecutors like you or defense attorneys like you, but a lot of times both sides won't like you because they feel like you're favoring one, one side or the other. One of the things that was great about my dad is he was able to conduct his business in a way where he gained everybody's respect and everyone felt that he was an equal player. And integrity, particularly in sales, integrity is pretty much all you have. And so we, for me, making sure that people understand that my integrity is what I live by and that they can trust that what I'm telling them is the way things are and I'm not trying to, I don't have another motive in mind. That was really important in terms of not only building my sales career when I was actually selling, but in terms of building my coaching career as I moved forward helping other people sell. Because if they don't believe in me and if they don't believe in my integrity, then I really have nothing. And, and that plays to salespeople because as a salesperson, if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe you're great, then why is your client going to believe it? And that's really the takeaway I had from my dad. But that's great. I, I love how you focus on the integrity of the sale because sales oftentimes is looked at as a dirty word, but really I just see it as I'm providing a service for someone else. And if you have value, like your father taught you with integrity, then you should absolutely have a value in yourself and your product and your pro and your coaching. So great piece of advice, Ken. How can our listeners stay in touch with you? Uh, so the best way to stay in touch with me is through email and I'm at seven steps to the wall at gmail.com right now. My website's going live in about a week, and so 7 steps the wall .com. Um, And on the phone, 562 area code 318-7420. Ken, thanks so much for being on our Gifters podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Thanks so much for sharing with us. Thank you, Christopher.